humans, how's it going? Susan Ruth here. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hey Human Podcast. This is episode 193. I sat down in Nashville, Tennessee with Winter Breedlove. I would say this episode has a few not safe for work moments. So if you listen without earbuds around other people, uh, that's your warning. Definitely want to <laughs> maybe wear earbuds or just be prepared. Winter is hilarious and very bright and fun. I follow her on Facebook. She makes me laugh every single day with her crazy experiences and her observations which are poignant and spot on and fascinating. She really, she sees the world. And I think a lot of people, you know, go through their life, they don't see things. And she, she really sees things. She's transgender, asexual, HIV positive. She's a hell of a writer. She's working on her business plan. She's working on her future. This is winter, as she would say, in all of her realness. So I'm really looking forward to you hearing this episode. I really enjoyed it. In other news, we lost Neil Pert of Rush last week from Cancer and Terry Jones this week from Monty Python. Two stellar humans. Um, I was in second grade when we were charged with memorizing two poems, and I remembered a song my brother was obsessed with trees by rush and i was obsessed with my brother so thinking songs were just poems set to music i memorized trees for the assignment and also robert frost fire and ice i was an intense child i guess but money python was on a lot at my house i grew up loving that sensibility that sense of humor so my first boyfriend in college paul worshipped rush and i reached out to him and said i'm so sorry i know it was a big loss for a few of my friends and for him and um, he asked if I would do a shout out for the American Cancer Society for charitable donations Uh, so I'm doing that and also St. Jude's of course also kicks butt those are really great causes social media Facebook Instagram it's under hey human uh facebook twitter and instagram for susan ruthism that's my personal one my website that has my art and my music and stuff about comedy and anything i'm doing in that realm you can just go to susanruth.com rate and review hey human on itunes and your favorite podcast app check out the links page every week on heyhumanpodcast.com tons of great info regarding each episode so I put lots of stuff on there. Definitely check that out. If you dig Hey Human, which hopefully you do because you're listening, and the fact that it's ad-free and all that good stuff, consider donating through the donation button on heyhumanpodcast.com. It helps a ton to keep the show running. You can email me, susan at heyhumanpodcast.com. You rock. Thanks for listening. Let's get into this episode it's a lot of fun, and here we go. Winter Breedlove, welcome. Thanks hey, for human. having me. Like, thanks for having me on your show or whatever. Absolutely. Welcome, welcome. I learned about you through someone on Facebook and started following you. Oh, I wonder who it was. I, I can't know. remember how it went. I'm not, I'm not sure either, but your posts are so hilarious. You're one of my favorite things to look at on Facebook, so... I mean, so you're so funny. I've had people have told me that before in my life. Just you know, it's so random. Yeah, have you always? That's been what a- I, yeah, that's what people said in high school. I'm just a random person. Were you a funny kid? 
Um, mostly random. What do you mean by random? I just say blurt out random things. Yeah. It's probably, the, the kids, you know, it's related to the bipolar disorder probably, but. Oh, are you bipolar? Yeah. 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 But, you know, I just roll with it. I let the bipolar work for me, and I'm learning how to make money off of it finally, so. By doing stand-up and stuff? Well, yeah, by doing stand-up and acting, you know. Yeah. Acting is really, because I'm very highly emotionally volatile, I guess you would say, and um, it's it's helpful for acting as well. Did you grow up in Tennessee? Yeah, I grew up in outside of Nashville and Franklin. Okay, I'm going to ask you questions I already know the answers to because oh, I follow fine. you just because they don't know. I was preparing for this. On my, <laughs> I went to voice therapy at Vanderbilt. We did a little mock interview today. Oh, so. you did? Oh, nice. The apartment we're in right now, Ellen, her sister used to work there. She's a voice oh. therapist. She now lives in another state. But um, I started having some issues with my vocal cord and... Uh, and went in there and they were so awesome in there they're really they're the best part of, i told them today i was like everyone else sucks but you guys are the best yeah they went out of their way because they knew i had a speech tomorrow and they made room in their schedule and everybody else at vanderbilt they don't they don't care can yeah. i say curse words on here absolutely it's not it's we not, encourage it it's not regulated <laughs> by the fcc is it fuck those guys i don't know it's so funny. i was like the rest of them are they're just terrible and they're yeah. really good over there how long have you been doing speech therapy I'm a year, and I've really improved significantly. Yeah. I'm having to take... I, I recently started doing journalism again, and I recorded myself, and I noticed sometimes I sound doodly or whatever. Doodly. So I'm having to take, um, you know, s- breathe in deeply and use my abdominal muscles to, like... We did a little mock interview. That's what she recommended. Oh, good. Breathe, deep breathing and using your ass. They're really great over there, I think, for sure. I'm a Mar fan, and so I have. A, I was born with a paralyzed right vocal cord, oh, okay. and so my left one has to do all the work. And they taught me some techniques on how to not have seizures in my throat, things like that. It's and crazy, I right? And I keep wanting to see do. Dolly Parton because apparently Dolly Parton goes there, but I haven't no? seen anybody. A lot, a lot, a lot of famous people yes. go there. A lot, a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think. I, I want to say I saw Tim McGraw in there once, but I might be lying. Normal family, cool family, terrible family. Wow. How much time, do, how much time is your show? Um, I mean, I, I grew up in a very religious family, and I feel like that's kind of the genesis for how I turned out. And I have very sex-negative views. Apparently. I mean, I, I feel like in a way, after going to ex-gay therapy for years, I've turned out into like this fucked-up version of what my parents always wanted, which is kind of like very asexual and anti-sex for someone that's you know sucked a lot of dick in their past life yeah but they they kind of the religious people sort of wanted you not to think about sex and then when you were like well then i got you know i had some trauma and some rapes and some you know and so now i'm just like oh did that happen during the your childhood no it happened during my you know years as a as a homosexual it's like medical term yeah i don't know i but i you know i'm i i i don't know it's just a very strange time in my life and then i've started taking the hormones for this gender transition and now it's like you feel more normal or less normal well more normal i guess but like i don't really have as much sex as i did i did well i'm not i'm gonna be truthful i've learned i did hook up recently over christmas for the first time in two years and it was okay it was like it was kind of a 
it's kind of weird and I'm like going back to celibacy I think yeah it's sometimes sex is far more complicated than it's worth though <laughs> it sure. really is and I've had a lot of even that cis normative it's still there's just I, it's a lot <laughs> I well, well, I'm, well, I'm gonna just be real like it was this was this baseball bro which I used to be into like athletic dudes in my you know past life mm. and he it was he was coked up and then I, I actually dropped the cocaine up his asshole uh-huh. and I had to go fish it out and I I ended up getting really high on cocaine on Christmas, which I haven't done coke in years either, but I was like in a Panera Bread, jacked up with my wig askew, and it was it was a crazy Christmas, I'm just going to be real. Well, you, you know, know, happy birthday, Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's true. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. <laughs> so you actually had to go through gay conversion therapy? I went there, actually in this town where we're doing this, Brentwood, for about... Um, a month, right down the street, actually, and um, that must have been traumatic as fuck. Um, well, it was it was interesting, and he wanted to record my voice to demonstrate how masculine I was and play it in Kroger, and then the lesbian there ended up like sleeping with a lot of their patients, so they wanted me to testify in a lawsuit or whatever against the group or whatever. And I think he still is operational down the street. So Wait, I thought gay conversion therapy was illegal. Well, it's not, like, technically, like, still broadcast as that. It's oh. kind of, like, on the down low or whatever. He's t- I'm pretty sure he's off, because I went to another therapist a few years back, and I saw he was still listed on the front door or whatever. Yikes. I haven't figured out that that doesn't work, I guess. Other though, I have seen the poster of the folks that it, po- it supposedly did work for. Well, then I put me on the poster with my wig, honey, because, like, it it finally took with all those rapes and trauma I've been through. (laughs) Did you just... Kind of. How did you just put yourself in some dangerous situation? Or what was it? Well, that's true. There's a genderqueer commune outside of Nashville. I don't... There's a New York Times article about it. I'm in the article as the lone visitor smoking a cigarette wearing the oak for a t-shirt it's a radical fairy commune oh i've heard of that and um that kind of turned me into a sex negative person too because it's very sexually open and everything and um yeah i i i went down there one year i well, I don't. You follow me on Facebook, so you probably know. I had they unre- don't know any. I had an unrequited lover. Okay. We're since we're since frenemies. Just this past month, we're frenemies after a long you know, battle for four years. But I wanted. He's like a pretty boy, and I wanted to prove him wrong. So I prove him wrong in what? And by fucking everybody at this. <laughs> and so I I put myself into some you know situation. They have like a bathhouse there, and I was hooking up with this nurse from like Texas or something. And after we were done, this other dude randomly tries to like get rapey with me or whatever. So I've had some crazy experiences yeah. like that. And I don't mean to say it in the terms of like. It doesn't matter where you are. No one should rape you. I don't care if you're yeah, some buck ass naked in the middle of a whatever. But I didn't want it to come out like that. That's but, okay. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when did you? How old were you when you said, "Hey, I'm I'm a gay person," before you went, <laughs> "Hey, I, I'm a transgender person." You know? um, um, I feel like your life has been in very, phases, it's right? It's very fucked. I um. Well, I can't even remember. It's been a long life. I don't even know if I'm here right now talking to you. I just, um, 
I guess I was younger and like I, there was a, again a lot of baseball bros online. This was back in the day. I don't know if you're familiar with Jack and Chat, uh-uh. but it used to be a, a chat room where people would jerk off, or te- you know, teens Ta- could go to jerk off, oh. which was probably a breeding ground for pedophilia. I'm but, sure. You know, so I met this baseball Christian baseball player back in my teenage years, and we ended up kind of hooking up. But he left me for Jesus. Was he older? Or? Yeah, well, a year older, oh, whatever. Okay. Yeah, he left you for Jesus. So that's, yeah, he that's went to Nashville. We had sex, and he left me for. Jesus Christ so that's probably been around what the time frame I guess was that when you lost your virginity yeah about in that time frame yeah yeah yeah. where did you go to did you go to college yeah outside of Nashville and Murfreesboro okay and what did you study mass communications ah explains why you're so good with words you really are great with words you're funny 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 and you just started doing stand-up well I did it in New York City um and I was really good at the moth, which I don't know if you're yeah, familiar with the moth. For sure. And I was really good on one story slams, um, but I just got really flustered with my, specifically my genitalia. And so I just stopped doing it. I had a mental breakdown in New York City. I came back to Nashville. I had about five more mental breakdowns. And, do, you, do you think you, know, you were always transgender or do you think that the rapes and just the the constant barrage of you being gay wasn't okay you know where did you because you that's said a it's good your question. genitalia well in the way. i feel that i had a lot of pressure on me from my family and um i have always i mean i used to do drag but i was kind of shamed by my dad for not doing it or for doing it rather and so um, I, I, I think it kind of, as I explained recently during my recent psych hospitalization, just this past year, I was like, I told the nurse, I was like, I think that that all the trauma kind of just pushed it forward a little bit, you know, sure. I don't know. I don't, I know that's very unpopular, you know, narrative because it's like you're born that way or whatever, but I really do feel like all the traumas just like pushed it out of me. You know what I'm saying? I do. And I think everybody's entitled to their own experience. So just because one person is like, I was born transgender, it doesn't that's mean. That's true. That's what people say. There's a multitude of trans experience. Multitude of everything, right? Yeah. There's just there is there is no black and white. It is it has always been gray. I'm glad you like the white. It's oh, thank you. Yeah, cheers. So you were hospitalized. What was that like? Well, I've been hospitalized multiple times. I for the bipolar or I, well for suicidal ideation mm-hmm. and for bipolar, I suppose. I've I want to start talking about it in stand up, but I always have you know the patient privilege or whatever the privacy you know. Even if you're the patient. <laughs> well, other patients because there was this one. I guess I can say it on your podcast. There was this one woman that reminded me of like a country Roseanne Barr, and we were like the fast friends. Like I met her on the first day, and she was like, "I'm gonna choke everybody with my panties and make them like choke on my pussy juice in here." And I was like, "Oh my god, I want to hang out with you." Like I was like, I felt a certain kinship with her. Sure. You know? Yeah, because you're a lippy broad, by the way. Exactly. (laughs) So we kind of hung out, and there was this woman at the same place that wanted, she was like kind of like the cat lady from The Simpsons, and every time I would walk in, she was like, I want to put you in a headlock and steal your glasses, and I was like, all right, you know. 
So I've had some interesting people that I've met over the years at these places. Was it helpful to be in the to be in there and having that group dynamic where you realize you're not the only person in the world that has stuff? Well, on? yeah, I guess in, most recently, and he wouldn't mind me talking about it. My friend um, Dylan, you know, we met him last year, and he's like, I would have been into him pretty, uh, you know. I, we had, everyone in the psych ward thought we were sleeping together or whatever. He would bring me food and he would like, you know, I would help him out with his issues with the, the hospital or whatever. And we've kind of developed a friendship and I'm really fortunate to have met him, but you know, I, I don't know if it's helped me overall. I feel like at a certain point it's just like you get caught in the cycle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what makes you suicidal when you get that way? Well, as I told my um, arch nemesis turned friend of me, unrequited lover turned arch nemesis turned friend of me, I was up all night in July thinking about him, like fixating on him and every shitty remark he's made about me. And I don't know, I was just, I don't know why I got in that mood, but I was up all night thinking about every shitty thing he's ever said to me and it just spiraled out of control. But now we're kind of friendly, and I feel like it's healthy because I don't want to sleep with him anymore. And so I feel like we can might have a chance at having a healthy relationship. Well, it's interesting that you say on one hand you're asexual, but then you also get these crushes that you want to... Well, I, I was... I was um, I, that was a few years ago. That's also, as I told him, it's kind of pushed me into asexuality because it was so painful of, like of how that whole thing and I was just like I do not want to put myself through this again with another guy it was just really fucked up yeah you know I'm learning my vocabulary as as a woman and I especially with the the, the dude recently I, I just felt really I don't know what I'm doing and I don't want to I don't want to put myself out there I was so hurt by this relationship and I don't want to be like I'm very vulnerable right now so I don't really Sure. It's a lot to, like, take in, I guess. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I get that. And relationships are tough, period. I don't care what, you know, what shell we're stuck in. It's just not easy. Because not only do you have to deal with yourself, but then you have to deal with somebody else. Yeah. And all their shit. And that gets tough, for sure. But I don't really get the crushes as much. I as- do. I get so many crushes. I have so many crushes. But I really haven't, like, over the past few years, gotten really, you know, any, I, I, I can see that it's a, a dude that I would have really been into and tried to bang, but I just, I kind of have, like, there's so many walls I have built up, I guess. Is it tricky for you to date, considering you're transgender, or? Well, that's the, t- there's a lot of things going on, and then the HIV aspect, I know it's not the 1980s, but, like, I don't really want to... I just, sex just terrifies me now and I just don't there's I just I'd rather just not do it anymore it's just too much to maneuver for me you know when did you find out you're HIV positive um well that was a couple years ago when I moved down to be near the genderqueer commune um in McMinnville Tennessee and I was trying not to I was trying to be celibate then and not really have sex um and it, and it was a town that is the, like probably the meth capital of Tennessee. And there's not a lot to do on a Saturday night except smoke meth and have sex. And one night I was just really bored. And there was this person, this dude, that was affiliated with the commune. And um, 
that's what happened. I smoked meth and had sex, and you know. And that was where it happened. Yeah. Did Did he know of his status? Um. No. Yeah. Does he now? Well, he still wanted. He kept writing me like, "Let's hook up again," and I was like, "No." I was like, "You gave me something, and no, thank you." Like I was. I don't know. I was just like. I guess so. How did you, have you come to terms with that? I mean, I know it's, again, like you said, it's not the 80s, so things have changed as far as being able to maintain health and wellness and and longevity of life, but that must have been a load of bricks on your brain pan. Yeah, it was when it happened, and I, um, I mean, I did, I, I cried all night on the floor when it happened, but, um, now I don't really think about it that much. Yeah. As much as, you know. Yeah. Although it's, I guess, a conversation you have to have before sex. Yeah, and that's, I just don't want to have it. I just would rather not have sex completely and yeah. just be done with it. Well, are you There's lonesome? just so many things to maneuver right now, you know? Does it make you lonesome, though, that, that human contact sort of thing? Or do you get that from friends and family and stuff? Uh, well, that's true. I do feel like I am a very lonesome person, but... Uh, whatever. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm waiting for the day that the fucking sex robots come because I, they're affordable, <laughs> you know? I'm with you on that one. I, I told my friends I want one like a Teddy Ruxkin doll and you can just put a tape in it and he starts telling you stories and like, let him go. Let uh, that Teddy Ruxpin go. You know what I'm saying? Did you ever see that Black Mirror where she orders the the robot, the AI that's like her dead husband. Oh, yeah, I saw that And then she ends up, no spoilers, but she ends up, you know, doing what she does with them. And I'm like, that's so cold, man. Like, she got sick of the, I don't know. I would be all about a sex robot. It seems way easier. It does. It really does. Yeah. What are your, uh, what's your aspirations in life? What do you want to do besides the stand-up? What's your, because you've been doing the entrepreneurial stuff. Yeah, I just want to make money. But I feel like today is my ex in New York City, the one person that I really loved and I fucked that up. And I shouldn't talk. He's talked about me on a radio show before. He's How'd you fuck it up? Oh, well, I guess I can talk about it from my perspective. I was a sex addict. And (laughs) and it's it's, like I said, it's. It's trickled down to one person in two years, so... But, yeah, I... I, I, He was a really good person, and I was just a hardcore sex addict freaking out about my body all the time, and just, you know, like, my friends who are kind of, um... Well, they they would allow me to say the word fat. You know, like, they talk about going to fat camp and how it just makes it worse, and they gorge themselves with food. That's how I was with sex, you know? Because you were trying to deny your whole life who you were, and so or just because were... I was freaking out about my body, and I constantly wanted validation in every second about my body. Because you, know? you had a penis, or because? Um, yeah. I mean, we're getting hardcore up in this bitch. Well, like, yeah, ah. yeah. I'm just trying to understand. You yeah, know? I, yeah. I, I, that's pretty much how it was. Like, yeah. I was just freaking out about it constantly. I think it's really important to talk about that because. I think that for people that don't really understand the concept of transgender, they think, well, what do you mean you don't feel like you're in the right body? Or what do you mean your penis isn't your penis? Or that you, yeah. your vagina's not your vagina? Or that your breasts are not your... You know, I'm that- glad you're saying it because this has been a very sticking point issue of how... And this is helping me evolve like and get comfortable because it makes me uncomfortable. It does? Yeah. How come? 
But I'm trying to get comfortable. I want like a foreskin veil to like mourn it all and just be done with it. Like that's where I'm at in my life. Just be like, and wear it around town. You know, just <laughs> what I'm saying. Like I really do. And my friend, my lesbian, her her cousin is like a designer for Lady Gaga, and now, he, or, or, or when she came to town and had that Joanne album or whatever, and it was all country pop. And I want to like, I know he's probably, I can't afford him, but I'm trying to like get a like a foreskin veil. <laughs> you can wear with your discarded just penis. Go, yeah, just go around town in it and just say, fuck it, people are gonna misgender me, here's my foreskin veil, but I, I'm done. Following you on, on social, so it sounds like people don't misgender you too often. That's true. I, 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 I and it's getting better and in, in the real, real, real world and and everything too. In my day to day, I over Christmas, um, I just went out. I didn't have my wig. I didn't do makeup because I was so depressed. My friend died. That's why I had sex. Was but I was I did. That's why I did cocaine. I was so depressed because she was. We would always talk on Facebook about Lizzo, and she was just. She wanted to see me play on the piano a Lizzo song and. I can't do it and I was sad and so that's why I did it and um, so yeah I went out one day because I was so depressed I was like just fuck it I'm gonna go to the movies in just a pink jumpsuit and not any makeup or my tit forms or whatever and just and people gendered me correctly that day it was weird yeah well I'm sorry about your friend that sucks yeah that sucks um it's what is keeping you from doing the full transition then is it just financials because i know it's got to um, be expensive yeah it? well i was close i had that's why i worked at starbucks to get that um insurance insurance yeah and then it just all went to shit it just blew up in my face but um i yeah part of it's financial I, my friend moved to California and he's had the surgeries and it's paid for by the state of California. So that's where I'm figuring. I think my next move might be to move to a different state and have it just covered and just be done with it. Sure. And um, yeah, so part of it's financial. And then in, in Vanderbilt, they ha you have to go through hoops because it's a new thing for Vanderbilt. They make you jump through all these you have to talk to like four different therapists and it's like that in washington state as well they you yeah. have to do hormones for a year presenting as the gender that you identify it with and then and then it starts the things like you start your therapy and you know there's gender psychologists that are psychiatrists that have to say i, yes, I imagine it's as, as my friend said it's very extensive in california but i just got flustered with um what happened at Vanderbilt was they canceled. I had three appointments set up for more laser hair removal, and they just kept... Finally, they just canceled my appointment outright, and I was just, like, frustrated over Christmas. I was like... Why did they cancel you? I don't know. It was... Uh, they, they had me go into a different clinic, and then that clinic rejected me because it was plastic surgery, and it didn't go with my insurance. Uh, and then the other clinic just canceled my appointment outright because they didn't understand it was transgender, what yeah, related sure. or whatever. Yeah, that's a lot of hoops. And I just, I just got tired of it. I'm just jumping through hoops left and right. I'm trying to just like just that's it's, it's today with so many things happening at once for me today. I'm just trying to like just let go of it all and just like live. I guess. Have you ever felt like? comfortable in yourself and your body Have well you I'm starting to more like I was doing when I was practicing for this interview today looking in the mirror I was like oh I'm I'm getting comfortable and that's what my voice therapist was saying she was like you're getting more comfortable in your body and 
it's just been a process, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I took dance classes and, and I take dance classes and that's what the, the teachers say. Like, you're getting more comfortable. It's just kind of like Lizzo, you know? She didn't wake up. It took her 10 years to, like, you know, be Lizzo. And yeah. so I, it's taken me a while to just get comfortable in my body. Like, probably longer than most people, I oh, suppose. And I think that when you've uh, suffered at the hands of abusers... You know, the most common reaction to being abused is to leave your body, you know? Yeah. And so if you've had a, a lifetime of having to leave your body because either someone else is telling you you're not in the right frame of mind or, or they're abusing you, you know, sexually or emotionally or mentally or whatever it is, it's going to take a long time to shove you back down inside of yourself, you know? That's tough. That's hard to deal with. And then you couple it with emotional stuff, you know? Yeah, it's a lot. By the way, that's beautiful. Oh, I I believe I got this from one of the customers at Starbucks, this bracelet. That's cool. I've gotten a lot of my clothes from rich white women. Right they on. They just give me clothes. Do you, do you don't work at Starbucks anymore? No, I had another bipolar episode at Starbucks. But so you don't take medicine for that? Um, well, I should, but like I, I got flustered at Vanderbilt. I sh- I'm going to go, I'm trying to find a new doctor and new people to go to, but yeah. right now I don't, Is, unfortunately. Do you have good insurance? I do. Well, I do have good, well, good insurance, but like insurance, it's, it's not the best, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Do you think you're funny? Um, do you know, like, do you honor that well, in yourself? I mean, a lot of people lately, yeah, like doing stand up, have told me that. So. No, I know that I think you're funny. I want to know if you think you're funny. I mean, I laugh at myself just to get through life, essentially. <laughs> like, I, I was cracking up today. I forget what it was, but I was like, oh, because I, I want to see that movie, The Joker, mm. or whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it reminds me of my life too much. I don't know if I. And I just started laughing because of it, like how much it reminded me of my life. In a, in a sense, I suppose. Are you Although I've always wanted to be Catwoman, but that movie is too on the nose for me, I mm, think. Yeah, because I think Catwoman suffers a bit of a break, right? Isn't That's it? true. Yeah. Why don't you take your meds for, for bipolar? Well, I, I was going to this doctor, Vanderbilt, and I just, I ran out. And it's just, and I'm in the process of trying to find another doctor I, I, that's, I want somebody that's that kind of understands what I'm going through. It's just hard to like figure people out in Nashville, especially that's like understanding about transgender people that's not affiliated with Vanderbilt. And I felt like I was kind of okay for the right now. That meds have been helpful this past year, but I felt like I was pretty stable. But I'm. This year, I'm slowly tackling how to find the appropriate doctor that can help me mm. more so. Is there much transgender support in this state? Well, Vanderbilt has... I wrote an article for the Nashville scene about it. Vanderbilt has like a kind of a near monopoly on it. And they're very new at this. And they don't really have... They're trying to get that support system in place to be better. But they're still trying to figure their way out you know even the people my voice therapist at Vanderbilt admitted that they were like well we're trying to get it together and you know yeah are you close with your family um yeah not really I suppose are your parents alive 
Yeah, they are. Are they here? Somewhere? They're here, yes. <laughs> <laughs> do they honor, do they call you by your dead name or do they honor you for who Well, you are? they just say, they don't even say anything. They're just like, that person wants a drink. Like, they don't even say it. And I, I appreciate that. Really? They're like, a certain person is hungry. <laughs> That's what they say. A certain person is hungry tonight. So they don't trip and over their tongues or something? Is that why they're doing it? No, now? because they don't. They, they just don't want to say it and they don't want to offend me. They don't want to say it themselves, but they also don't want to offend me. Well, at me. least they don't want to offend you. That's something. So, but yeah. also because they know that I will probably go crazy and start cussing their ass out. But, like, I appreciate the effort. No Are they what. still religious? Um. Yeah, they're religious. Yeah. Do you believe in God? Well, maybe. I suppose maybe. I don't know. I, I, kind of, I suppose, kind of. I've always liked Jesus because I, I do. I just feel like he's a radical person and I, I'm a very radical person. And I don't know. I, I, I really, but I don't know the, the whole organized religious aspect, you know. I would totally like to hang out with Jesus. I feel like that would be a good hang, you know? Yeah, definitely. For sure. Where are you heading? Oh, God, who knows? I have a life, a Hollywood woo-woo life coach now that oh. I like her a lot. She has the flu this week. Huh. But Is she actually in L.A.? Yeah, she's in L.A. She's I had the flu last week. It's, oh, it's, it's going around it's Los Angeles? gnarly, yeah. Oh, it's knocking wow. everybody out, yeah. But yeah, she's Los Angeles and Nashville, and I feel like there's more momentum than any other time in my life. And that um, she's very good. And she works with, like, famousy people. And she's cutting me, like, with struggling-ass transgender rape. So sure. I appreciate that. That's good. That's awesome. I'm excited for you. I mean, seeing your writing and then following your story about um, the Entrepreneur Center. And talk, oh, yeah. Talk about that a little bit. Well, I'm giving a speech tomorrow night. And I practiced it today. I... I just wanted more resources for transgender. Honestly, the reason I got affiliated with the Nashville Entrepreneur Center was because I wanted a free office space and I wanted like donuts and a coffee. I, that's, that's it. And then I, they were like, oh, a transgender person's never applied for a class before. You should apply. And I was like, oh, I get a free office space? Like, sure, I'll come up with a business idea. So that's how it happened. What's your business plan? Can you talk about it? Um, I guess so. I just want more resources for transgender people, essentially. And In Tennessee. Or just around America. Okay. Yeah. And there's already, I can talk about it a little bit. There's already an app out there um, out of Spoking Washington, and I'm going to try to interview them. I don't really, I guess I can say it. I'm not really impressed with their app, but I feel like it might have... Maybe it's they're just putting it out there and they're working on fine-tuning it, but like I, I downloaded it and it wasn't like I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. This is gonna help me with my gender transition. And it was like a trans woman, the way she styles a wig is very important. And I was like, okay, like that was their advice. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, I was but I wanna I wanna like interview them because I wanna know if they're like really planning to like make it a gender transition app. Mm. So my idea is similar. Someone's beat me to the punch, but they gave me wig. Uh, trans woman's wigs is very important, you know. So <laughs> I like it. I feel like you'd be a great podcast host. 
Oh, well, I used to do a radio show in Nashville in my past life. I was like the Marxist version of Kelly Ripa. Like, I would always call in. It was a Christian descent show. And oh, a Christian what? A Christian descent. Oh, it was a descent? Yeah, Christian yeah, yeah. show. Okay. And I would always call in, like, stoned or, like, you know, like, after I had sex. And I was just like the Marxist version of Kelly Ripa for their show. Hilarious. I guess that's why I'm doing here. I don't know. I'm drunk on wine, but I mean, I haven't seen Kelly Ripa in years. Is she drunk in the mornings? I don't think so. I think that's a that's a Hoda and Kathy, right? That's right. But Kathy Leeds doesn't. She actually lives in Nashville. Everybody lives here. Not me yeah. though. I left. Oh, I didn't know you were from Nashville. Oh, well, I'm from Seattle, but I spent 13 years in Nashville. Oh, okay. Now I'm in LA. I might have to talk to you afterwards because I feel like I need to move to California. It's the best. I love it. Well, my life coach says that it's all going to shit with all the wildfires. So I've been kind of. They have a fire. But you know what? (laughs) That's a metaphor for America. It's all going to shit. Anyway, why just go out to California? Oh, California, Australia. Fuck. I hope that the world's going to shit. Like, go out to California and just live it up. That's the thing. Seize ye rosebuds while ye may. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Do you do a lot of drugs to placate your brain? I used to. this boring the cocaine recently, but I have in the past. Yeah. Did you do a lot of meth? Well, I not not a lot a lot, but I had some crazy ass experiences on meth, let me tell you, and I was just like, I don't know if I'm gonna do that again. Why like what? Can we have one? Um <laughs> what was Oh, well, there was this couple. This was, again, in my past life, life, whatever you want to say. And it was like this kind of professional D-list Tennessee Titan football player that was like on the Titans or whatever, but I don't think he was. And this kind of D-list country singer. And they were like one of three-way situation. So I went over to their house, or his condo rather, and he starts smoking meth. And it was like the first time I had it. And like, he just, he like, he lost all sense of who I was. And he thought I was like an intruder. And it was like a big muscly dude. And he was like all very vicious, like get out of my house. And it's like, you just invite me over to smoke meth. I was like, I don't know what, but yeah, it was crazy. Whoa. So. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, one time over the years, I, I, I um, there was, this person in Hohenwald, Tennessee, it was like, um... Hohenwald? Hohenwald, yes. <laughs> oh, no. You want some, How much have you had to drink? Um, These are slippery chairs. <laughs> but, yeah, I, um, there was this person in Hohenwald, and I was trying to, like, figure out, just figure out myself. So, it was like a husband and wife, hot wife situation. And I went over there. So, wait, they solicited you saying, hey, come be in a person. Yeah, essentially. And so were you I was presenting as. What's that? You no, this was back in my former pre wig okay. days. And so, yeah, I went over to their house. And um, I got there and I saw like, like immediately when I walked in, I saw like Nazi insignias. Oh my and God. I, at the time I was just like, I was like, I don't know what to do. So then he takes me back to the bedroom and he just starts texting his wife and I'm like kind of freaking out silently and I'm not 
completely dressed like I'm my ass is kind of is hanging out a little bit and I, I, I kind of walk waddle back to the kitchen I, I was tr I was trying to figure out a way to like get out of the house essentially and I noticed like that like the back door was like propped open so I just kind of like waddled out or whatever and but yeah it was like they were like part of like the I, I guess neo-nazis or what have you did you end up hooking up with them? No, I left you the got house. That, I, got it I was like, no. Okay, question. How did you... Was this like a Craigslist thing? It or? was back in the day when Craigslist was a thing, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, that's dangerous, girl. You could Yeah, that's why I don't have sex anymore. Like, that's crazy shit, man. It's just like, fuck it. Like, have you feared for your life along the way, besides sleeping with people that make I hooked up... Well, I talked about this recently during stand-up. I hooked up with a dude that looked like Dr. Phil. And that was interesting, you know. So you never know what you could get. You get Dr. Phil or a neo-Nazi person. <laughs> so that's why I stopped doing it. I was like, I'm done with this. That's crazy. Yeah, it is dangerous. I'm glad you stopped doing that for sure. I cannot wait to read your book. Please write one. <laughs> okay, that's what everyone says. Are you kidding? I'm, I'm going to just do it. I moved to New York City for an internship with Rolling Stone. And I, I two years as a fact checker at Us Weekly. Oh, how was that? Um, that seems a, a paradox. Us Weekly Fact Checker. Yeah, well, yeah. And they, they, they are, I, I remember my ex's, um, one of his friends was like the head of the fact checking department. I don't know, well, they since have changed ownership and a lot of people I know have left. But I feel like they're, it's very like fact checking and like from what that friend <laughs> of my ex told me, fact checking in quotation marks. Yeah, you know for sure. Yeah, I do know what you're saying. Are you on any of the... But I liked it. I loved doing it because it had the best catered meals. Like they would have shrimp from, I don't know where they got it, but it was delicious every, every, every time I was there. They would always have <laughs> catered meals. They have good food. That's like Microsoft. They have good snacks at Microsoft. Yeah. And I didn't, celebrities, I think, I don't know if I was there the day Court and Love came into mm -hmm. the office, but like, I don't know. I can't, I, I've blocked out a lot of information in my life. I've We've done a lot of drugs, so <laughs> Courtney Love. I I have a newfound respect for Courtney Love. You don't think she killed Kurt? Well, I did at first, but not anymore. I just think, I, actually, my ex in New York City saw Courtney Love at like this bar in like NoHo or whatever, and people were coming up to Courtney Love thinking that she was trans or whatever, and she was like, "Well, I do have that masculine energy." She's tall too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I've always appreciated Corey, Courtney Love after hearing that story. Mm. I was mm. like, that's, she seems, because I would flip the fuck out. I mean, that's the difference between Courtney Love has more and more together than me, because I would flip the fuck out if people misgendered me. I'd start throwing shit. And I have. I have. So Courtney Love has it more together than me. Well, what does that say about me? Uh, well, I don't know that you're impassioned about not being misgendered. <laughs> <laughs> right that's true that's true uh, are you on the dating apps did I ask that I can't remember um well no hardly hardly at all hardly. I did find that baseball bro on Christmas because I was depressed because in my past life as a dude I wanted to bang him and then I saw he was on it is he gay or does he identify as straight I don't know what he, he was into me being trans but okay. like 
you know, and I saw he was on. I was like, I wanted to bang him years ago, and so I was on that app for Christmas. Let me tell you. Do you get nervous about the fact that when you are a transgender person, that the likelihood of you being hurt? Oh yeah, that's another reason I don't have sex. But he seemed pretty cool despite being high on cocaine. So I was like, whatever, you know, it's Christmas. Celebrate Jace, baby Jesus' birth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. Just celebrate his birth. <laughs> Peace on earth, goodwill to us all, really. That's right, that's right. I love it. What about shopping? Do you get to shopping. go? Shopping. Yeah, do you have issues when you go out to buy your outfits and stuff? If well, you get any shit or are you cool with... Well, I do have, I went to the Nashville, um, what's that called? The empowerment for working women or whatever. Mm. Dress for success. Right, right, right. And they gave me, because uh, tomorrow I need to go get new heels for this speech or whatever. Those are cute. The rain boots I got from Walmart for $15. What's your shoe size? <laughs> Excuse me. You're fine. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, shoe size is... Um, 12 and women. Oh, me too. Oh, okay. Ah. Cool, I'll have to send you some shoes. True. <laughs> you like green boots? I have a pair of really I just like those because it communicates to people. Don't fuck with me. I'm obviously going your, through some shit. It it's rains here rain all boots. the time. It rains here it's so much. Yeah, it does. It does. It's nuts. Let me tell you about the desert. Doesn't rain. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> I love LA so much. It's a little plug. I wait, wait. Well, hopefully, I'm, I'm, I need more LA people, so hopefully we can hang out. Well, come visit. Yeah. Why not? It's just a plug. Maybe my life coach will put me up. I'm paying her $400 a month, damn it. She oh, should put God. me up in her house. So what are you going to do for work? What's your next plan on that? Well, I'm trying to do copywriting from home. I'm do, I'm, I've been trying to do that for years, but I feel like I'm more closer <laughs> than I've ever been for doing that. That's good. Because I do not like dealing with people. I'm also taking coding classes because, again, a lot of trans people do it, and I don't like dealing with people. Wait, like, so, um, medical coding? You know, like coding, HTML, uh, HTML. JavaScript. Sure, sure. Yeah. All those coding languages. Oh, yeah. I studied in college literature and world religion. I should have studied computers. All the people that well, study computers. I feel like that's where the jobs are going. Oh, and it's for very sure. suited for trans people that don't like dealing with people. So I'm I'm going all in with this coding Somebody shit. has to program the sex robots. That's true. I mean, when we're all put out of work and everyone has a sex robot, who's going to program that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to interview the sex robot people. Uh, that's all that would list. be a good interview. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I posted a thing on Facebook last year. I said, hey, if you had the opportunity to have a sex robot, would you jump at the chance? Or is that just awful for you? And it was pretty neck and neck, really, with responses. But... I'm all about it. Give me I some. Too. Give me some you know, alcohol swabs. Dudes keep it clean. And <laughs> you know, they really are. And I'm ready for the sex robots to take over. Yeah, especially if they're uh, if they're they pass as they say the Turing test, where they can they're learning as they go and they they're smart and they can have conversation That's and talk right, about things. Yeah. Imagine you could talk about anything. Be like, let's talk about architecture or obscure Italian writers or exactly and then baseball the, the or whatever. The gender dude just put on Sports Center and like have me eat some KFC. I want to talk about architecture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I'll be one to watch Sports Center just to have sex. They are very specific in the female AI sex robot. I watched this really interesting 
a documentary about it and they i mean right down to the nipple choice like hundreds of nipple choices and pubic hair choices or not and like all this stuff i'm like they better be that specific when it comes to the the men the boy robots you know i think that's great i don't know i get tickled by it i'm like yeah i'm I'm all for it bring it on (laughs) i think it's good and if i was dating someone i would be like yeah let's get you a sex robot because what if what if I have the flu and you're really horny? I'm not gonna want to have sex with you. That's let's, true. Just bring them out bring of the out closet. Sex robot. Yes. No, no harm, no foul. <laughs> it's a lot less complicated. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I see you moving to LA, and I'm gonna give you your fortune. I'm gonna see you moving to LA and writing for your book and having it be this international bestseller. Oh, that's what people have been saying for years. But I'm finally over my, you know, penis trauma. So maybe I'm. I'm getting close because I've been freaking out for about a decade about it. Because we would used to have conversations about articles I had written and that would be like, oh, what does your Aunt Dolores say about this article? It's scandalous. And for years, I wouldn't do anything. I couldn't even be a Walmart reader because I was concerned about what Aunt Dolores thought. And so now I'm just like, fuck it. I'm all this fuck. Like, who gives a shit? I'm getting my foreskin veil. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, why not? I'm it's old your as life. fuck. How old are you? I'm old as fuck. How old do I look? Old as fuck. You have really good skin. Well, that's because I use a shitload of... of uh, moisturizer? Yes. Yeah. I have the grade A moisturizer. I have... What do you use? I have... Well, my doctor's prescribed it, the Trenton and all. Oh, yeah. Then I have those Sarah Jessica Parker Rico releaser things. That I, I was in the audience for a Martha Stewart episode, and she gave us away, like, those little roll-on oh, things. Oh, the, the jade roller Yes. Thing? I have one of those. It's great when you first start using it because it's so cold. It feels so nice in the morning. And then I worked at a factory that was like Walmart, you know, cosmetic products, and I took a shitload of their moisturizers. Yeah, your skin so is I'm good. You don't, really, you don't have any wrinkles. Well, I have that. Well, I have it hidden with this headband, I guess. That's you Botox that shit. I know. I think I can get that for free, maybe at Vanderbilt. I don't know. I'm. I'm on Vanderbilt financial assistance for a lot of shit, even though I had at the time good insurance. But like, if, if it's under their dermatology department, maybe there's a chance. Are you gonna get your Starbucks job back? So you have that insurance? Well, I'm I am on the blacklist of Starbucks, honey. No, let me tell really? you. Yes, I tried to get a job back there, but they were like, "You're unhirable here." It took them like months to tell me that. I figured I was. You unhirable. had so many wonderful Facebook posts about your Starbucks stuff. I mean, that alone, I feel yes, like yes, it was a good material. Such good material. Well, they had this new store manager that came and she made people like in the mornings dance like it was the Ellen DeGeneres show. And you're not paying me money to dance like it's Ellen DeGeneres. I don't give a fuck. Like if she wanted me to dance for the customers in the morning and have a good time. If I'm up at 5 a.m., that's just a miracle in and of itself. I'm not going to dance for you. You know what I'm saying? It takes a lot of espresso to get that. So I told her to go fuck herself. And I didn't tell her that, but I was like... I'm out of this motherfucker. I'm not dancing for these fucking customers at 7.30 a.m. You crazy bitch. I mean, seriously, like, why are you making me dance for the customers? Yeah, it seems a little weird. What's something that you wish people would know about you? Oh. Well, 
uh, I guess that I've had a lot of um, trauma, but I'm trying really hard, damn it. You know, like, I'm trying so hard. Yeah. You don't even know how hard I'm trying. I'm trying hard. I'm trying to get this disability. Like I said, my ex, who was a performer in New York City, cerebral palsy, he was on disability. And I just feel like, I mean, it's, he, well, he had cerebral palsy, so... But he was able to perform at colleges and uh, and and at the Edinburgh Festival and that's a big one. Yeah, he was able to, and he moved to LA essentially for a sitcom deal that fell through. But like, you know, he had a pretty decent life, being like, it was able to maneuver around it and still collect disability. So why'd y'all break up? Again, because I was a sex addict. Oh, that was the sex. Yes, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sucking a lion dick in New York City. I ruined it. I was a t- I'm a terrible person. No, no, you're not. How can people find you? I guess just follow me on Facebook or Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Under Winter Breed Love. Yeah. Yeah, the Facebook posts are epic. I have fun. I, I, I just do it to, like... Because it cracks me up and I have a hard life and it just, that's why I say such random funny shit because I have a hard life and I have to laugh about it. Absolutely. Well, and I think that you bring joy to a lot of people. We have a mutual friend, Rachel Kais. Oh yeah, I love Rachel Kais. She's I, the best, yeah. I, back in my, back in the day, I was going to interview her for like a country, uh, country weekly went under. But she was, we went out pretending like we were going to get an interview and she was so nice to me and I've always loved Rachel Kyle. She's the best. She and I went hiking a few weeks ago. So I told Is that her, how we know each other? It might be through oh. Rachel. It might be, you know how sometimes on Facebook it says, you should know this person or, and that somebody I know, I think maybe commented in one of your... Oh, okay. Missives and there so. also was a, a, a um, the, the dude that runs the clinic or the, the um, fitness studio down the street. Um, oh yeah, you talked about that. Yeah, Is Redline it? Fitness, and and then I noticed he was a mutual friend of yours. Redline. I don't know his name, but he figured he sniffed out I was trans, and was I like that, and I might go back, but I didn't go with like a wig and makeup and my Amazon.com titties. And um, he he would, he just got it because at first he was like all broy with me, and then he, I was like, "Don't do that shit." I, I said that to him. I was like, "Stop that shit." And then he stopped. And I think, and now he follows me on Instagram, so I think he understands that I'm going through some issues. Sure. But I like him. I might go back now. Do you remember his name? His first name? Um, from California. I think he might be Asian. I'm not sure. Huh. But we know each other, huh? Yeah. I don't know. I have a lot of people on Facebook that I'm not sure I actually know, but just, you know, I follow them. You know, it's Facebook. What are you going to do? Devin, I want to say it's Devin. Devin. Huh. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I have fun. I'm surprised how much fun I'm having. Is this... Did we go over the interview time? No, not at all. But, you know, I just want people to follow you and read all your stuff. Uh, how so, long does this show go on? It feels like it should be wrapping up. Yeah, so we, usually, ah, we usually go. I'm on. having fun, though. I'm, oh, drinking, God, all, you I'm were drinking all your friends' wine. You were nervous about yes. coming. Why were you nervous? 
Because I, I, again, I'm probably going to listen. I'm not going to listen to this. My, my ex is friends with some famous people and we went out to dinner with them and they were like, we don't watch ourselves. It's just like, I don't watch myself on TV. I don't think I'm going to listen. I might promote it on social media, but I don't think I'm going to listen to it. Well, I hate to break it to you, but that's very normal. And most people uh, don't like listening to themselves. I'm, and I'm like trying my best with my vocal therapy exercises. You sound great. If we hadn't let on that you're transgender, I don't know that anybody would necessarily know. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, I do get gendered properly a lot for my voice. Yeah. Like at Starbucks, when I was at Starbucks, I always loved working on the drive-thru because... They call you Miss and Mrs. Yes. I think I remember you posting about stuff like that. And then that new manager wanted to take me off the ovens and take me off the drive through and that's when it all went to shit. She was like, you're going to work on the fronts. And I was like, hell no, I'm not. Like, I was like, no, I'm not. I was like, I'm over there on the ovens pushing those buttons from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., and that is my safe space is pressing those buttons on the oven to warm up the sausage biscuit. I'm still mad at Starbucks you know. for taking away my gluten-free breakfast sandwich. I'm mad at them for a lot of shit. I'm not going back to I love my friends at Starbucks, but like, fuck them. Fuck Starbucks. <laughs> You're hilarious. Winter Breedlove, thank you for thank being you for on the show. Me. I wish all I'm, the best I'm, things. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I finally came and did it and not I'm been too. so scared anymore. Yeah. I'm, when is this going to be run? Uh, in a couple weeks we'll, we'll, well let's we'll put, put it out there I'm, gonna, I'm excited I'm glad yes. you're excited I'm very gentle see <laughs> I might do it again this was fun good I, I say get the word out you know do it I think you should have your own podcast I think people would listen I might do it fuck it I'm, I'm, I'm in that phase of my life where I'm just saying fuck it you know what I'm saying and then when you put out your book that I feel like you will write uh, you come back on and you promote the book. All right, I will. Is that a deal? Yeah, that's a deal. Sweet, sister. All right, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you, Winter. Thank you for having me. Bye, everybody. Rate and review Hey Human on iTunes and or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>